0: Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast with your hosts, Rail Bricker
1: and Lindsay Adams. And our special guest today is Monica Rosenfeld. Uh, Monica is based in Sydney. She's a communication keynote speaker, MC, and comedian. Welcome, Monica.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me on the podcast.
1: So I'm curious, Monica, um, a keynote speaker, an MC, and a comedian?
2: Is yeah. this?
1: do you do that all at once or is the comedy thing separate or how does that work
2: well ideally i do it all at once because i like to think that i'm a funny keynote speaker and we all know that humor on stage keeps your audience engaged but really yeah i'm a keynote speaker and i got really curious about um stand-up comedy i love watching it i always had all these ideas and thought I'll go and do a course, Uh, this was four years ago, and learn about some of the theory. And then, you know, I started performing on stage and, you know, I just finished up a show with Sydney Comedy Festival. So I like to say that I use my comedic skills within my keynote speaking and MC work and it works a treat.
1: I, um, I did a comedy course myself many years ago now and I presented, my graduation was at the Byron Bay Bowls Club. And uh, on the night there was a big sign out front. It said "Virgin Sacrifice." Oh. Uh, that was us. <laughs> oh.
2: Oh. Anyway. and how did how did
1: it go? Ah, uh, yeah, I got a couple of laughs. It, it did. It did well. My kids were there. They um they choked on their um drinks and food at the time. They, were, they heard another <laughs> side of their dad that they hadn't seen before. Yeah. But you know,
2: yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yep, family are banned from any of my comedy gigs.
1: (laughs) I think that's a wise thing. But look, we're not here today to talk about comedy. We're actually, now this is an interesting topic, the top Mm -hmm. five tips for changing self-talk to cure imposter Mm -hmm. syndrome. Now, this is um, is serious business, or or maybe Mm -hmm. it's not. So um, you are a communications expert. So let's go. Um, Tip number one, how do we get rid of, how do we change our self-talk to cure imposter syndrome?
2: Okay, tip number one, and this is something that works really well and has worked really well for me, meditate first thing in the morning. So let me explain. What I used to do and what I can bet quite a lot of you do is in the morning you might wake up a little bit before your alarm clock, like 3 a.m., quite a lot before your alarm clock, and you toss and turn in bed and you, you think about the day ahead, you worry about day ahead, or you you just think about um, all the things that could possibly not go right. And, you know, all that anxiety creeps in, in the morning. So I created a habit probably about three years ago, to the minute my eyes sort of opened, and I started waking up, grab my headphones, which are right next to my bed, Put them on and put on a meditation. And it's usually um, what I would suggest start off with, or just do a gratitude meditation. Because if you really get into that meditation, firstly, you're getting in the alpha brain waves, which is the way that it really penetrates um, into your subconsciousness. But instead of all that worrying and worrying self talk, you're actually filling your brain and your mind and your body with feelings of all the things you're grateful for, feelings of love and kindness and all the amazing things in the world and things that you're grateful for about yourself as well, you know, your health, your job, all the things that you're happy about in your life. And suddenly, instead of getting out of bed in the rotten mood, exhausted and barking at your kids or your partner, you get out of bed filled with love and joy and happiness and then you can try and maintain that. But it's a really, really good way to break the circuit of that first thing in the morning anxiety self-talk into great self-talk, you know, talking to yourself about all the things that are going well in your life and that you're happy with and that you're grateful for. So that would be tip one.
0: Okay, so, so my question though is, where does coffee fit into that because
2: well <laughs> meditation is my number one coffee is number two <laughs> I go straight from my meditation to the kitchen and pour myself a cup of an espresso and that is the most perfect way to start your day
0: there we go fair enough <laughs> i uh, i was you know I always joke that I, I turn the coffee machine on five minutes before I wake up because it has to be yeah. ready by the time I wake and, up, and
2: I say I don't leave the house until I inject myself with my veins full of coffee, like because it's it's something I'm very grateful for. Great coffee.
0: So, so okay. So you've now meditated. You've actually set yourself up for being grateful. What's what's tip number two?
2: Okay. Tip number two is flipping that switch in your brain. So when it comes to imposter syndrome, it's often about feeling that you can't do something, um, you're too scared of doing something, uh, you don't deserve it, you know, you're not worthy. So what I like to say is flip from the negative to the positive. So instead of saying, I can't do this presentation, I can do it. You know, I'm scared to start writing this report where I don't know where I'm going to start. Um, I'm excited about it and, you know, what it's going to be about. You know, I don't deserve this promotion. I do deserve this promotion. But taking it one step further to flipping the switch, think about why you want to do it. So what's the value of it for other people? So let's say with stand-up comedy, the first time, of course, I was... Absolutely terrified. My legs turned to jelly in the three, the three weeks leading up to my very first gig, and um, so of course, instead of saying I'm, I just flipped the switch from I'm scared to I'm excited. And then, why do I want to do this? Because I want to bring joy to people in the audience. So you're taking it away from yourself, but that flipping the switch in your brain to to the opposite of the negative emotion is very effective.
1: I love that, flipping the switch. That's very clever. Okay, Monica, so lead us in now to tip number three.
2: Tip number three is the devil of imposter syndrome, and that is comparing yourself to others. So you get into this great frame of mind from I can't to I can, I don't deserve it to I do deserve it, I'm scared to I'm excited, and then you go and, um, you know, embark on the activity that you were going to embark on, and you open up your social media and you see someone there who you greatly admire doing that very thing that you want to be doing, and you realise or you say to yourself, there's no way I can be doing that because that person is so much better than me. it's yeah, it comes... not fair, is it? Exactly. Now, when it comes to this comparison business, one thing you have to remember is just about everyone that you have an imposter syndrome for (laughs) or everyone you are comparing yourself to, highly, highly likely also has imposter syndrome. So whether it's Jerry Seinfeld, whether it's um, Michelle Obama or whether it's, you know, Mike Cannon-Brooks, they all have imposter syndrome. And you probably look up to them and many others just as many other people look up to you. So when you compare yourself to others, always know that there's someone comparing themselves to you as well. And in their eyes, you are right up there, um, just as you are comparing yourself to someone else who you feel is better than you. So what I'm getting at is we're all the same and it all comes down to emotions and how you manage your emotions. So if you look that most of us have imposter syndrome, I can say that most of us also have fear. Some of us have learnt to manage our fear and push through so that we do live our best lives and do do those things that we want to achieve and do in our lives, just as some of us push through that imposter syndrome by listening to podcasts like this um, so that we do overcome it and do live our best lives and achieve our goals.
0: You know, you say it's very interesting, and, and I've never thought of it in terms of the comparison to other people. But, you know, yeah. famous Hollywood authors, you know, uh, script writers have always said there's only seven or eight movie plots, and every movie is based around seven or eight plots. Well, then we shouldn't get imposter syndrome because we see someone else doing something that we want to do. Well, there's only a certain number of things we can do. And so it's sort of, but our our brain, as you rightly said, you know, it's impossible. We can't do it because they're doing it. But the truth is it's like those eight Hollywood plots, just variations on everything. Yeah, Um, yeah,
2: exactly. And, um, And the people that you admire, you can make them your mentors. You know, you might really admire, as a comedian, I admire Jerry Seinfeld. Instead of just thinking I can't do it because Jerry's doing it and I'm not like Jerry. I want to learn from him. So what am I going to do? I'm going to watch his documentaries. I'm going to read his books. And when I do that, guess what? I learn that he has imposter syndrome just like I do. Um, So we're all the same. And if he can do it, I can do it. And I'll do it my way and he'll do it his way. And that's the way the world becomes a great place with lots of different people contributing in their own styles.
0: Okay, so, so talk us through the fourth of your five tips for changing self-talk to cure imposter syndrome.
2: Okay, the fourth tip would be about becoming your best friend. We are so mean to ourselves. And if we would talk to our best friend the way we spoke to ourselves, we would be extremely lonely mm-hmm. and have absolutely no friends. And your best friend is a very important person in your life, as are all your friends. But you are actually the most important person in your life. So why on earth are you talking to yourself like you are a piece of rubbish when you would never talk to your friends like that? So my tip here is to treat yourself as your best friend. Remove yourself from yourself, <laughs> um, you know, go with me here, and look at yourself from an outsider's perspective as if you are your best friend. And when you find yourself saying saying to yourself, I can't do this or you're useless or, you know, you're never going to be as good as this person or why on earth did you get that promotion or whatever that story is, you're fat, you're ugly, whatever it is, just think, would I talk to my best friend like that and actually think, of your best friend, we all have a best friend, would you talk to that person like that? Chances are you wouldn't or they wouldn't be your best friend. Um, And so it's certainly not how you should be talking to yourself. So just pull yourself up on it. If you spoke to your best friend like that, they'll, they would pull you up on it and say, how dare you talk to me like this? So you just have to become your own best friend and pull yourself up on that, you know, critical self-talk and do it because you want to live the life of your dreams and chances are that involves adding lots of value to all the people around you. I love it.
1: So it's, love not,
2: it. it's not only about yourself, it's about everyone mm-hmm. else around
1: Well, Monica, I love that. So take us home now. Tip number five, bring it on to a close. What is it?
2: Okay, tip number five, and this is probably the easiest one, Find something that you do like about yourself instead of focusing on all the things that you don't like about yourself or that you think that you're not good at. We all have things that we're good at or better at that some things than others. Um, If you're not sure what those things are, maybe get some feedback from your friends or your colleagues. Um, Maybe you've received testimonials or references, have a good read over them and really focus on those things that you know that you're good at. Because the more you focus on the things that you have and that you like, the more you're going to sort of see them in your life and, and live those things out. And the more you focus on the things that you're not so good at and telling yourself you're not good at it, you're just going to sort of manifest that. So focus on the things that that you like about yourself and, and celebrate that.
0: That's fantastic, Monica. So I'm just going to, you know, summarise those five because yes. you know there was a lot of information that we exchanged here. Top five tips for changing self-talk to cure imposter syndrome. So meditate as soon as you wake up. That's before the coffee. Flip the switch in your brain from I can't to I can. Reframe comparing yourself. Um, become your best friend. Uh, I love that one. And focus on what you are happy with instead of what you don't like about yourself. Thank you, Monica, for joining us on the Top 5 podcast.
1: So, Monica, should our guests want to get in touch with you and uh, maybe find out more about your speaking, your emceeing or your uh, comedy work, uh, what's the best way for them to do that?
2: Well, uh The best way for them is to connect with me on LinkedIn, which is just Monica Rosenfeld. Um, I have a website as well, monicarosenfeld.com, and there you can see all my contact details um, and where to connect with me and find out more about what I do and what I can do for you.
1: Fantastic. Monica, thanks so much for being with us today.
2: My pleasure. Thank you very much, Lindsay and Rayle.
0: Thank you, Monica. Thank you, Lindsay. This is Railbricker signing off for another edition of the Top 5 Podcast.